watching prohibition fall down. All right, guys, wake and bake. Been a minute. We've been focusing on those growth talks, you know, so it feels good. Hang out. Yeah. Had to get our schedule back, brother. Yeah, if you don't know, this is we, there's always a little bit of grow in each show, but this is more just hanging out, getting a little iry, see what's going on in the world, and cannabis related, cannabis news, entertainment, and culture, we'll call it. I would think this is like hanging out, smoking a joint with your friends, or at least that's what's it, what it's intended to be. Right on. Today, just to give you a preview, we're going to talk Scotty was smoking with the ants. I mean, you like to smoke with the deer, your dogs, cats, yeah. so why not the ants? Yeah, it was smoking with the ants. They got a lot to say. They got a lot to tell you, dude. Well, as I believe you got a comment on your interviewing technique. <laughs> yes, and why, I uh, Thank why you. you're always interrupting people. Hey, stop. <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect, man. Uh, as well as MMJ in the news. Medical marijuana in Louisiana. The pricing is kind of insano. It's not how it's supposed to be. And apparently, drinking is good with weed, question mark. <laughs> <laughs> that snowboard was not propped right. <laughs> nice. We'll you, huge, nobody was hurt. We'll have huge sheets of ice fall off the roof sometimes, and it's like hard not to get rattled by it. You know, like a 150-pound slab falls down and shatters. So I identify with you, sir. Before we get into the show official, guys, membership running strong. You new members been coming on. We've been telling everybody we can try and give them a shout-out on the show here. Uh, so just right off the bat, we got some strong cats out of the Midwest. We've got Josh R. from Michigan. Frank C. from Missouri. And who you got from Tennessee, Scotty? I got Josh M. from Tennessee that says, ready for prohibition to end finally and want to help any way I can. And that's awesome. Uh, I really appreciate all the support. Y'all really make the, the DGC strong. And it's about more than just growing great cannabis. It's definitely about growing great cannabis. But the purpose is to push prohibition down. The purpose is to fight all the, the propaganda we've been fed for, Jesus, since birth, man. So, yeah, I love what we're That's doing. And I appreciate all the members. Yeah, you guys make the show happen five days a week. Coming at you as I smell this beautiful flower. Um, and we want to help you guys grow. You, anybody supporting the show at $10 a month, we send you five free seeds from Seeds Here Now. These are the alien genetics, man, from Obsolete. These are legit seeds from a very reputable distributor Absolutely. with great service. We've, we've already seen some of the GGC has grown them out to complete harvest. So beautiful. that's badass. Absolutely as well as beautiful. a $300 gift card to Seeds Here Now on November 15th. Any members automatically entered into the drawings every month we've been doing them this year. And we only have one more month to hit. We've had a pretty badass giveaway every month. So doing it, digging guys, doing it. The dudes follow through over at uh, dudegrows.com under support us. You can find the link. And if you listen to the show, you can tell this whole show is about the DGC brought to you by us and you guys. And just like Scotty says, hanging out. I don't even think we have any sponsors in this show, barely. Uh Oh, man. But we'll tell you if you want to help out, like, comment and subscribe. How do you like that, dude? We tried to, I tried to say that for a little bumper probably 25 times and couldn't say those three words, four words. And then the one time we got it, your mic wasn't on. I forgot to put the mic on. Yeah. Welcome (laughs) to my world, bro. All right, guys, let's get into the show here. What do you got here with the uh, social media check-in? 
Uh, yeah, definitely. Hey, first off, I'm headed up to New York City. I'll probably be there as this airs. So uh, I would love to know the rules up there. Uh, Guru and I were talking. I know there's local delivery services. Uh, I know there is some, just from, from some of these comments, I know that there is uh, uh, legal cannabis, but it's super expensive, or at least that's what I've heard. But that's the whole reason we did these state guides. Maestro and I got together. If you go take a look on the, on the website, it's a guide to cannabis laws by state. And damn, you asked Maestro to do something. There are 50 states up there ready to go, ready to get comments. So yeah, if you could help us out. But I put it, I put it on Instagram. You know, what's the best state to grow in? Just kind of, you know, prime in the pump. And here you go. Here's right from New York. It's far custom cycles. Definitely not New York. It's easy to get a medical card, but $100 for a pen cartridge is ridiculous. All the big companies are already getting set up for recreational. The little guy won't stand the chance. It's always going to be black market there. So I like this. This is like the word on the street from the DGC, you know? I'm We're getting the inside to, scoop. I'm learning how to use Instagram, dude. How do you like that? I'm getting a yeah. lot of value out of it. I hear you go, skunk beard. I'm surprised that no one has mentioned Maine. Probably because they don't want you to come. Forget I said everything. But <laughs> Tyler Martin says Maine went from six plants to three plants as far as growers' rights. Uh, that kind of sucks if that's the case. But I got to tell you, you know who's in the lead? I mean, Oklahoma's coming up strong. We'll, we'll get into a couple more of these in, in a couple days. But no-till guy in Michigan, the mighty Michigan. Anyone can grow 12 plants. Caregivers can grow up to 72 plants. Recreational licensing is reasonable, especially for a micro business license. They're giving out licenses for rec consumption clubs. <laughs> Lots of fire, flower, and concentrates. Your money goes a long way. Damn, that sounds good, man. Michigan's strong. Yeah, we were covering some of those new, license, uh, new licensing in Michigan, and it seems like diving deep into it, that they're offering a lot of different licensing levels. So I yeah. like that. Hopefully they can lead the way with some craft growers and some co-ops, some badass shit like that. There's a bunch of independent growers out there. I know from the recharge sales, absolutely killing it. Although I hear craft is a heavy word. According, I forgot who he was interviewing. Joe Rogan's like, I don't take craft lightly. When I'm talking, you know, when someone's a craft, I'm like, kind of right there, man. If this is your craft, like Scotty, if somebody sells you my craft is making boats. You expect them to be badass at it, right? No, you expect them to go the extra mile to not buy the cheapest fiberglass they can, to not lay up as you know, do the layup as fast as they possibly wood. can. I worked at a boat shop when I was a kid, so I know all about this, man. Not to allow the flaws in the gel coat. Each one of those takes a ton, <laughs> a ton of care to fix. But think about all the extra things that people do in a grow uh, to make their plants better. It, it, Correlates over, man. The craft pizza guy that goes and sources his ingredients from uh, uh, from uh, uh, wherever Italy and waits forty eight hours hours for his dough to ferment. You don't think that's the same thing as a guy that brews teas and really gives a shit and learns? Took that guy fifteen years to learn how to ferment that dough. That's craft, great, baby. Uh, uh, do I call those analogies? No, it's right craft. That's like that's a, a craftsman. That's a craftsman in pizza. Yeah, I guess it is an analogy, right? Tell <laughs> Let's smoke. Let's smoke here. Let's see what the is smoking on. What you got? This is first grow ever by You Grow Girl. This yeah, is cool. Dig. Hell yeah! It goes. I'm in, this is a good looking flower. I'm the, I'm a middle aged woman who is sick and tired of trying to find places to get cannabis. Hold on. In prohibition second. land. Am I a middle aged man? Depends on when you die. I'm over the hill then, man. I ain't gonna make it till ninety eight, ninety six. <laughs> <laughs> 
So it says, I'm trying to find places, sick and over, trying to find places to get cannabis and prohibition land. So I decided to try my hand at it. I'm still a couple of weeks away and I haven't had a couple of bumps along the way, but I'd say I've done pretty good for my first. Can't wait to harvest this green crack. And I mean, this it looks like, man, you're going to get a good, like, I mean, I can see great smokable bud. Yep. You're probably stoked compared to what you're seeing in dispensaries. In the commercial market, the free market sometimes can have your back, but. But hang on, just hang on with us and we're going to get you, we're going to pile on the trikes. We got some techniques for you. All right. I will just say you grow, girl. I love what you did there. Wow. Yes. All right. You guys can get dank (laughs) nugs. Get up on the show over at dudegrows.com. Just click on the latest. You'll see the dank nugs. Yeah. Hey, speaking of. Imagine if I had to try and do that, if we went deeper, but like you could do that on dude, click on the latest. Then click on Dank Nug subtitle under the next menu over. You can <laughs> make it my own joke. We're trying to clean up the navigation a little bit. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Anyway, let's. what are you guys talking on? Man, I'm smoking the dankest thing from my greenhouse. The dankest strain from my greenhouse. A more really strange bud structure. Not huge, dense buds, but just frosted, man. And by the way, that could have been my, my greenhouse techniques there. Uh, we did harvest a little bit early, but Pure Vita. Pure Vita. Incredible. Here, I'm getting this from... I don't know where the hell I am, man. Kind Love. No, MMJ Denver. I think it's Kind Love where I actually got the strain from, but Pure Vita is an incredibly rare strain. Sold at the store. <laughs> Adorned by cannabis lovers. It's a Bodhi seed. Uh, he's, that's the breeder of it. Indica oh, Bodhi. Yeah, he's, he does have some quality there, man. But uh, coming in at 70% indica, 30% sativa. Oh, here you go. The buds are small, minty green with vibrant green leaves. And a heavy coating of trichomes. That's extremely accurate there. Love it. That's though. nice when you can read a review that sometimes it's like, I don't know, that does not match up at all. But that matches up with your, the, what you saw in the grow. Exactly, exactly. Right. What about you, brother? What about me? Uh, some of this, I mean, you're, you're token. what's out of your, your, your greenhouse grow there. And the, I can't, yes. I can't call it, it is a greenhouse. They want to call it a plastic house. Sorry, when I think of greenhouse, I think of glass. Why you got to be like that, man? <laughs> uh, more homegrown, man. Most new, like high-tech greenhouses are not glass. Hell no. Think about all the, uh, the like, storm. Are they plastic, happen? too? Uh-huh. <laughs> Double insulated polycarbonate. Fair yes, enough. Look, I'm joking on more homegrown mango now. The mango's down from outdoors. It's not all completely cured, but totally smokable right now. It's great. It's a more of a heavy sativa for me. And then I was like, what else? And sometimes I feel like this gets boring because I'll tell people I'm smoking on the Sirius 6 from Sirius Seeds or I'm smoking on the Cindy 99. Those were both grown in my Gorilla Grow tent uh, last fall, and I still have that left over. So it's just I just wanted to give a testament to to grow your own because it's not, and I'm not growing, that was grown under a 600 watt. Like I'm not growing with huge wattages or anything crazy just to have my own supply can be done pretty uh, efficiently. We'll get into it more on a grow talk, but yeah, but that's why it's fun to have other growers in your area. I think I have a small fire here, (laughs) but you have other growers in your area that you can trade with. You know, you got five or six growers, shit, DGC have some meetups. As a matter of fact, in New York city, we should have a meetup. Did you see where you at, man? Social, what is it? Instagram? Yeah, man, let's have one. But think about it. If you had five or six people you meet up, each one's got a couple strains that they know well and they do well. Shit, that's a dozen. That's a different strain for every month, dude. Do the math. The law changes on. We'd be mailing shit everywhere in the States, too. That it's odd, man. That it's absolutely on. Which gives you no excuse. Because you can't mail stuff. You can mail stuff to each other. You should be 
smoking something different every week. Every Good day point. or not. Go ahead. That's it. I was just going to say, at what, at what point can one man have too much cannabis on hand? I don't have a ton. But then when I was thinking about it, I was like, well, it's not like, you know, if something happens, at least you'll have a lot right. that you can share. I don't know. Right. I don't think there is almost too much. As long as you have room to store it, you're good. Everybody seems to have too much cannabis around here where you just go over people's houses and they're like jars of cannabis around there. Yeah, if you want a jar, take oh, it. And that sucks, man. For the people listening in Prohibition land right now, they're like, F you. I mean, yeah. so not everybody, but it, it, I don't, we don't both take it. I'll speak for myself for full advantage. I have some I always share with people just actually when I was just back in the studio had a buddy call up while I was there, and he's like, do you guys have any flour? He's yeah. like, here's an ounce. Throw them an ounce, you know? And the, back it wasn't the, even an ounce. There was no weighing involved. It was a fucking jar full of, like, three <laughs> different kinds of hand, three different handfuls of weed. It was that casual. Legally throwing ounces down to all over the other states, I'd do that, too. But regardless, right now, let's get into what's growing on. Yes. <laughs> and yes. Tell me about um, your imagination or smoking session with the ant. Just had, I just had kind of a, uh, you know, sitting there smoking, and there was a couple ants. I was outside, and there was a few ants <laughs> running around. And I was just, they were running, they're super active. And I was like, that kind of reminds me of like what people were. You go back like 50, 100 years ago, everybody was running around. You were very active. And then I look at, you know, you're building stuff. Uh, people had to move a lot more because there was less communication. And I just think about what's happening now. I was like, could you imagine if those ants just sat still, all got in a row and got a couple thousand ants got together and just moved their antennas? But didn't do anything else. <laughs> you know what I, I mean? mean? Like how they would, yeah, how uh-huh. weird that would be, man. And I was just like, that's kind of what people do now when they go to the office. Everybody just goes to the office, or maybe even just go and you know at your house and just log in and just start moving your antenna back and forth. Staying is that my thing. hand on the mouse? That's the antenna, just back and forth. Yeah, kind of whatever your hands. I'm thinking, you know. And it's just, I don't know, it just struck me. It was a little funny. You know, evolution happens so slow. And the fact that, uh, you know, 50, 100 years ago, we were running around like crazy. Now we're, uh, now we're just sedentary. We just kind of sit and we tighten. Too much automation discussed it on the show. You know, the ants can't stop. They're driven because if they stop, like, it, it just won't work. They'll die. Yeah. Things will go wrong pretty quick. I agree, yeah. sir. That was my random stone thought, sir. I do like it. I do like it. Good crossover to uh, what has happened. Not with everybody in the human, like in different areas. There's still plenty of constant movement in different societies that aren't as advanced as, what do we call ourselves? People say that joke, oh, first world problems. Is the United States like first, what does first world mean? Oh my God. Yeah, it's the start of it right there. Absolutely. First world is the United States and Europe. Second world is Russia. Um, and China, and then third world is everything else. All right, fair enough. Right, I don't nice think definition. That, uh, nice definition. Russia and China should be second world. They are. You say? I I just like the what that actually means to people. That's okay. just generally. Have you seen what's going on in China lately? I've been reading about China. Mm, we we yeah. might we might be getting a skewed perspective of it. Is all I'll say. It's definitely outdated, uh, like Cold War terminology too. Yeah, and by the way, the dumbest thing you can think is we're good and everybody else is evil. Just just in a very general way, <laughs> try to understand people. Hmm. That. You mind if I interrupt you one more time, dude? Yeah, go for it, man. You've been uh, you get a little what, a little comment that sparked, or sometimes people, yeah. I guess, have called you out throughout the show history of the show, and 
You've been a little interrupted at times. Yeah, we were, I saw a comment about it. And by the way, they said that I grew on them. So I was happy at the end. But they, they were talking about interrupting. It seems like I always interrupt. I interrupted the, the Todd guy, Todd Levitt, Todd L. Levitt, attorney at law. Uh, and it was because I was trying to direct the conversation. I really had a couple things that I wanted to talk about. And specifically, if you let a lawyer go on and on, good luck trying to get hold of that conversation back. So there was a few specific things I wanted to talk about. And I asked you, I said, dude, do you know any interviewers that don't interrupt during the conversation? And you told me Joe Rogan, right? Mm. It was one of my favorite interviewers. Amazing. He has a lot of patience with it for sure. Yes, but he has three and a half hours. And most of the people he talks to are professionals. He's, by the way, a professional uh, announcer. He's got 25 years, 30 years of Hollywood experience, professional announcing, which is waiting. And that's what I wanted to talk about. The unconscious cues that if you're on the phone with somebody or if they're not sitting next to you, you don't get any of those unconscious cues. And I've been studying the unconscious. It's fucking cool. It's a trip. What I found out is most of our minds, you know, most of the information we take in is unconscious. And I'll give you an example. Guru's about the smartest guy I know. Uh, He can be sitting there doing work, putting the show together and listening to me and give me a legitimate answer. The fact that he's not looking at me screws me up to where I'm like, I can't even think about what I'm going to say anymore because I'm getting an unconscious cue back that he's not looking and I can't ignore it. There's so many unconscious things. I'm teaching my kid how to drive, which by the way, dude, get ready for that. It's awesome. Uh, but there's so many unconscious things. You ever think about when you're driving, you look, you know, you're pulling out of a parking lot, you look for even like eye contact with the other persons that are pulling out when you cross a crosswalk. Shit, even when you're in the grocery store trying, trying to just maneuver your cart, you know, down those aisles. It's your brain up. processing visual information that you don't even think about while it's doing it. Exactly. Exactly. So I, we're not able to do that more and more. Think about the difference between being on a conference call yeah, 100%. I mean, yeah. I do this thing. I, you're basically also saying the fact when doing interviews, people don't realize maybe, you know, you, we rarely interview anybody face to face. Yes. Uh, there's so many things that can be missed. And, you know, people say when I visited the bakery and did the, the show there, it's easier even to see, yeah, face, facial, rec- not facial recognition, but facial cues. It's so um, crazy how it's not, you're not, you don't even know it's happening, but it is. And I can do weird stuff with like, you know, me and my wife talk about tone. I judge my tone. And I'm like, because tone is like a lot of part of conversation. Yeah, like, she's I not, have, yeah, she's not consciously doing that. It's unconsciously her tone. And I mean, and I know, judge my tone or anybody's tone. She ain't listening. But uh, the fact of being able to, yeah, change tone. Like you could have a smile on your face. And if somebody doesn't see you through the other side of the phone and your tone's different, like everything can just get skewed. But do me. So now what I'm thinking of, uh, thinking of, I'm thinking of my dog. God damn it. My dog doesn't care if I have a smile on my fake smile on my face or not. My dog understands my tone. My dog understands my unconscious movements, my attitude, how I'm standing. Uh, and that's all unconscious. So speaking to an animal, they really have this intuitive, you have an unconscious connection. Uh, so what about plants? We're a grow show here. I know this great, these great growers. I'm, I always say loving in her eyes, but she's the one example of someone that hangs out with her plants, exudes positivity. When you're around her, you feel good. She's got this nice positive vibe about her. When her plants are around her, 
Does that, you, what do you think, too too hippie? What do you think, too new age? Couldn't it be possible? I don't know, we did always, I still never forget the article we featured where they had like the plants in the mall and one set of plants, like it was oh. something like kids were told to go cuss at and belittle. And then like, awesome. the other set of plants, people told, oh, you guys are good plants, you are beautiful. And the other plants were like, you're ugly, we can't stand you. And those plants didn't grow nearly as well according to that study. Uh, but I mean, wow. as a grower, I say that it's, I don't I plants definitely, man, science would be like, whatever, we could grow a plant in a room that you never visited and it's going to be just as good. But I think knowing what your plants needs are to be met, to be around them is something that happens by visual and by walking around. And that could be like going deep in many ways as far as understanding the grow room environment or feeling it yourself too ties into that, like feeling the grow room environment on your own skin. You start to set your own right when you walk in. Something needs to change here. So I don't know. I don't know if I'm going too deep. Yeah. No, you need to be exactly. around your plants. Say that. Yeah, it's exactly what I want to say. But dude, when you look, is it conscious that you look over and you're like, oh, something's not right here. You know, something's not right. Oh, like, I don't like the color. I don't like the way those plants are drooping. It, you know, is that consciously you're looking at that or is that just unconsciously you feel something? I think both, Scotty. Yeah, I guess you're right. But anyway, just. I'm glad they can't talk, though. That's, I don't want plants to talk. To I me. don't either. You're killing me just because I'm a male. That's sexist, man. I thought it'd be cool even for a little bit if I could have my, would you have your dog talk if your dog could talk? hundred uh, percent. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I would. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. It'd just be like, I guess. Yeah. You guys are both immediately like, yeah. Well, the real just- question is what does my dog think of? Like when it thinks of me, what is the name it thinks of? That's what I want to know. I saw the best T-shirt. It said, if I could only be the man my dog thinks I am. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty tight. Word. All right, let's switch on over to uh, Cannabis Calendar. Uh, Yeah, you you told me about this. I think we talked about it. Ask and you shall receive, brother. You asked about this, and like two days later, it came true. Rage Against the Machine has got some 2020 tour dates. Hopefully, they expand on it. You guys don't know who Rage Against the Machine is. I say, that's all right. Somebody says R-A-T-M. That's what they're talking about, though. It's nothing else. But uh, they're going on tour, which this is long overdue. Uh, they're going to hit El Paso. I see here, just so we can announce it to you guys, El Paso, Texas in March. La, La Cruz? La Cruces? New Mexico? I don't know how to say that one. Yeah, I think they're doing what? What's that big festival in California oh, at the end? Coachella. Coachella. Sorry, I think they're ending up. But how long can you rage against the machine? I remember you were asking for a reunion, and I was like, dude. They were like, when you're 25, it's easy to rage against the machine. Man. You know how many machines there are to rage against? Man, they really were prophesizing about what was going to happen in the future. I, I can only imagine their perspective now. I'm going if they come, if they expand on this tour. I think I've only seen them once, and I was quite a young gay, but I somehow got in close, like got into the area my ticket didn't have, like I couldn't get into. Right. And then I had to pee so freaking <laughs> bad. And it's like, no way I'm leaving this place. I'll never get back in. I don't want to know the details. Somehow, no details, this. made it happen. <laughs> no details, man. All right. Hey, you've got the seeds. You guys want to hook up the door prizes kicking here. Sage, Master, Select, Air, Rage. This is from Adam Dunn. And this is going to be a 10-pack regular seeds, high-quality genetics, uh, regular. Well, if you're listening, you don't know. Regular seeds means none of the seeds in the pack have, like, they're not going to all be females. You'll get some males. You get some females. I guess maybe in a rarity you win and you get all females, but then you're gonna think that's weird, right? 
if you got 10 out of 10 females, don't make me do, don't make guru do the stats. No. That'd be fucking weird. No, if you get 10 out of 10 females also go and get a lottery ticket that day too. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're having a good day. Or be glad you got a free unmarked pack of feminized seeds. That Anybody can win Still those. Get a lottery ticket. Grows, <laughs> dude under, uh, on the homepage. There's the door prize. Just enter your email to win, social share, yes. and the door prize rafflecopter does its magic. We have nothing to do with it. Picks winners every week, and we have a ton more seeds to give away, guys. So we're going to keep this going. Thanks to Seeds Here Now. Hey, do you mind if I add one last thing? I just want to tell everybody, I appreciate the critiques that y'all give us. Like, I'm trying to curse less because uh, it's not classy, dude. But I really do appreciate the critiques. Thank you for that. I think it's fine, like, if you curse a lot during one part of a show that it's applicable to right. or some, cause some shows I don't hear any, but then some shows are, maybe it's a different day. I don't know. We, we do this show five days a week right. and I catch different variations. Yeah. And I do like, sometimes I challenge myself to like use the F word and the most, most times in a sentence, like fuck the fucking fuckers. <laughs> there we go. No. <laughs> All right. Got? So we got the news coming up here. Uh, this is a medical marijuana in Louisiana. Questions about cost arise. And this kind of blows because this is medical marijuana. And if you if you caught the screenshot, like right at the beginning of this video, which I don't know if you did, because this is a Fox News business tab. So this whole page is going apeshit. <laughs> uh, but these guys were in a trim room and they both had on like, full black bandana things over their face sure. and like camouflage, like uh, GI looking hats, totally hiding their identity. No, it's not that. Have you been inside a trim room, man? It'll make you want to puke. Those things are just for, uh, you know. For, oh, part of that could be, yeah, if you're in there too long. I could agree with that. If they're yeah. doing filtration. Yep. Yep. Some people have gotten really sick from that, actually. No, just right. if you're in there, uh, our guys were using one. Aaron was using one and it wasn't because he was hiding. <laughs> All right, I got uh, three months after medical marijuana became available in Louisiana, Louisiana, doctors and clinics say some patients are finding the cost of therapeutic cannabis too high for treatment, pricing them out of medication they waited years to obtain. So I can give you an example here. They're basically, here's another picture of a guy in the groom. I love to see the guys in the groom with like the hair thing and the full, looks like they're in the hospital. Hey, this is Louisiana, right? Yeah. Wouldn't it be great, great to be able to go over to our website and have a couple of folks that are from Louisiana tell us what the growers' rights are there? Tell us how many plants you're allowed. That's, None. That's the idea. But yeah, fill us in. State guide. So just so you know, that's where it came from, dude. Here, here I found the only cannabis currently available comes in a flavored liquid tincture. Oh, that sucks. A bottle containing a dropper to use. One bottle can range from about ninety dollars to two hundred and twenty dollars depending on the concentration and pharmacy, according to medical marijuana advocates. And the only places, the only agricultural centers uh, at Louisiana State University and Southern University are authorized to grow medical marijuana. So it has to come from one of those university grows. Yeah. And by the way, in Colorado, where the medical, I shouldn't say the yeah, medical wreck, but where supply and demand are, you know, supply is meeting demand, I'll say. Uh, you can find, I think it's 1,950 milligrams. That's a lot of THC in a tincture for $70. So that's what happens when you allow a free market. You don't get this yeah. bullshit. So the quote is costing some patients up to $1,000 a month at the current prices 
Uh, Louisiana is only allowing cannabis to treat disorders such as cancer, seizures, epilepsy, glaucoma, post-traumatic stress disorder, and Parkinson's. So I guess no. I always like to see chronic pain in there because plenty of people use it for pain. What about menstrual pain? What about if you can't sleep? What about if you've had the? Or what about if you just give it work, to me because it's cannabis? I don't know. This just. We say it too much, grow your own. But then again, if you grow your own in Louisiana, you're probably going to jail still. So fill us in, DGC. Either that or making a lot of money. It's disappointing to hear, man. And it takes so much time to get it to people at a reasonable price when we were just talking at the beginning of the show, we're just handing ounces to people. That's what, you know, that's what I'm trying to do with this. Grow a couple plants in your bedroom. If you can do that, everybody's got a half pound they're sitting on. It might be so cool. And if the worst thing that happens is cops come in and see a whole bunch of herbs and two pot plants, maybe they won't prosecute. Well, shout out to underground growers in Louisiana because I know you guys are there and I know you're supplying patients. And even if you're just supplying your group of friends for some rec smoke, I'm down with that too. So. Hell yeah, man. Overgrow the system. One more yeah, binge drinkers. Uh, could be protected from liver problems by cannabis. I got to check a couple of these facts with Guru here real quick. Wait, it's from the Daily Star. <laughs> I, I don't know. Hey, they said a real study. I don't, <laughs> you don't know nothing. I don't know anything about the Daily Star, Wait, so I won't say anything. What I couldn't find the real study. What do I have to accept? What did you say? You searched for it? Uh, uh, yeah, or I couldn't find the study that they're referring to, but you never know. They got numbers no. and stuff. Like, all right, let's stuff. do the numbers and stuff. And you know what's scary real quick is that just to get into this, just to see this article, I had to accept some privacy thing. And because, you know, because I'm in a rush, I just clicked it. Who the fuck knows what I just agreed to? <laughs> I'm sorry. I agree. Sometimes you click quick to get out of those things. I did the same thing earlier. Right? But I'm looking at a picture of a woman sitting curbside with a joint in her mouth and a half-empty wine bottle <laughs> in her hand. No wine glass, just the whole bottle. The connotations are just crazy. That's what I'm saying. It's just propaganda. This is absolute propaganda. So it says researchers at the National Institute of Scientific Research at Canada's University of Quebec so that sounds like legit, kind of, right? Who knows? Have yeah, they found, but th this, like, in reading this further, it's good to understand that there's a big difference between finding correlation between two things and actually knowing the causation of why those things have, like, a corollary effect. Right. You got to smoke when he says that. Let me give the numbers since some people have said that already. Heavy, that, it says heavy man. drinkers who never touched cannabis had a 90% chance of developing liver problems later in life. But heavy drinkers who were also moderate cannabis smokers, the study found, had only about an 8% chance. That is such a huge difference. But then I don't understand this one, Guru. It says even more dramatically, for heavy drinkers who are also big time pot smokers, the likelihood of liver, liver trouble went down 1.4%. Like what? what? Uh, how big was this study? I'm starting not to trust it. But that's kind of what, what I'm saying is that they in they they found these correlations between the two things, but they didn't find the cause between them. Um, like what the actual reason for people having less? I mean, because there could be a lot of different stuff completely unrelated to the cannabis that's doing this, and it would really determine or depend on like the scope of the of the study and everything. Hey, but did you check the uh, it says the studies the Quebec, the Quebec findings are only preliminary preliminary, thank you. And <laughs> but are confirmed by similar research from a joint American Korean team based at a Seoul National University Hospital. You know what? I'm just trying to make myself feel better guys because I drink beer and I use cannabis, so I'm going to make sure I'm at a good equilibrium, okay? 
I'm trying to think of what Guru said about correlation and causation. I'm going to try. I'm going to try one, Mr. Analogy. Uh, the correlation of everybody or a whole bunch of people in Fort Collins riding their bicycles. And it doesn't mean that the cause is all the microbreweries and beers that people drink every night. What do you think? Yeah. Mm. That's right. Good. Right. You couldn't. Yeah. You couldn't say that all drinking beers every night causes you to ride bicycles all the time. Right. In my case, maybe. Yeah. Even though a lot of people that drink beer ride bicycles. Still get a DUI on a bicycle. Yeah. It's a motorized vehicle. You are the motor. Oh, you can get one on those little stupid scooters that are only fun to ride when you're fucked up. <laughs> Most of the time, if you get a DUI on the bike, you're either being a real ass or you deserved it. Like you did something pretty dramatic on your bike. Or you could just be really fucked up. Yeah. Like, I mean, you're just, yeah, if you're just biking and you fall over, somebody could be trying really hard. You don't have to be an ass. (laughs) No, you do not have to. Uh, Hey, before we, before we laugh here, remind you guys the friends list (laughs) is over on the homepage of dudegrows.com. You guys want to show off your own gear, get something up. You're working on a project. Maybe you got product to launch. Um, we're all about talking about and trying to help out the DGC. Uh, who do you got? It's on the friends list today. They're scatty. Let's give it up to our buddy, Luke. Luke over at Farmhouse Hemp. He's doing the right thing. He's making a good whole hemp, ex- I guess it's a whole plant extract is what I would call it, where he's using a rosin press. Hey, man, somebody was talking about alcohols. Well, he's pressing straight up CBD flour. It yeah. looks just like the flower we're used to seeing. Absolutely. But they were talking about solvents and they were going alcohol. If you think about alcohol, it's like the death, you know, it's like the last stage of, of anything. It becomes alcohol. It dies. And you're like, it seems strange to be using that to process your, your sol- you know, using it as a solvent to process your uh, concentrates and whatnot. No, your cannabis. Yeah. He's got like a pet product. It's a, a tincture <laughs> as well as he's got some salves. And like you said, we've actually been on the show. If you want to learn more, just search Luke Dude Grows. And if you go over to farmhousehemp.com, coupon code DUDE will hook you up. I am finding I prefer the rosins, the pressed products. Oh, as far as uh, for making CBD products, you're saying? No, no just in concentrates in general. If, if I can get rosin or resin, I'll take the rosin almost every time. Cheers. We got to get on that. We do have a press company that's interested. We got to get one of these to the DGC. We've been trying to work on getting a rousing press to them. Yes. All right. Let's laugh, man. Let's take it out with some memes here. Come on. Who do you got? Uh, you know, I just put this one up because it reminded me of a, a little story for growers. It says, Happy Halloween from Star Dog. It says, They keep on knocking, but they can't come in. It's just a bunch of Hollywood, Halloween candy. And it just reminds me if you're a grower, especially if you're just rocking out an entire grow house. Get a shitload of candy, put it outside and keep on replacing that, man, because I have (laughs) and make sure you put the carbon filter out front that day. Um, I have been I went to a small town in Florida where real estate was affordable, rocked out a couple houses. I'm sorry, my brother Tripp did rocked out a couple houses there. And all of a sudden they're just kind of hanging out Halloween. Mm -hmm. Knock, knock. Oh, yeah, we got a bag of candy. Must have had 250 kids show up. And I was like, oh, my God, man, that's hundreds of people at your door of a grow house, man. You want to talk about that's that's when you need medical cannabis, bro. Yes, you do. (laughs) Or you just turn off all the lights with a big no trespassing sign like an ass. But then they probably mess with you. Just be prepared is my only warning. If you have a grow house, be prepared for Halloween. It can fuck you. All right, good advice. We got Death by Chocolate here yeah. from Big Sexy. <laughs> All right. This looks cool, man. These are just like chocolate skulls. And it just says the, cho- the Scotty Challenge. And it must be 
uh, I don't know. Those must be like thousand milligram skulls of death or something. I don't know. Probably something Joey Diaz would eat. <laughs> you know, I'm kind of over the super high doses of edibles. I haven't eaten edibles in a while because they fuck your tolerance up, man. I'm up to, I was up to eating like 250 milligrams of edibles and going on the exercise bike for an hour, which was super fun. But, uh, <laughs> but it really just screws your tolerance up, man. It kind of made me feel weird the next day too. Imagine that. So. Yeah. Imagine that. <laughs> I'm taking it easy on the thousand milligram. I think I got up to 250. Might have to be there. getting phone support if I ate 250 milligrams. Ah, you get used to it is unfortunately what happens. You very quickly get used to it. Maybe not the first day, maybe not the second day, but by day 10, you know, you, yeah. All right. You got one right here titled dry mouth. Come like on. Homegrown 66. Yeah. Just a lizard, which is, <laughs> looks like the ultimate cotton mouth. Looks like me sometimes <laughs> when I'm taking family pictures and it sucks. It, it says it sucks to have dry mouth. And I don't know. I just thought there'd be a funny just memory of the worst dry mouth and just the worst times that you've had it too. For me, it was when uh, my wife's father in law, my father in law came in to visit and he just decided that we went to this. I ate too many edibles, went to some tourist freaking gorge or whatever, and he wanted the family pictures. And my eyes were trashed. And when I smiled, my just upper lip would just stick to my teeth. And it just wasn't uh, a good look, man. <laughs> yeah, that was the worst cotton mouth I've ever had, sir. Nothing too bad. Well, I won't say that. I just don't recall exactly. I always have my handy dandy water bottle. No, not really. <laughs> hey, man, you mind if I play you out with a laugh? Sure, sure. We're just talking about rosin presses. Go yep. skip this one. Come on, sign of the times, sir. I don't know if I would buy this, but uh, I think Warehouse Kyle showed me that Walmart now sells rosin presses. So Technically, it's not Walmart. I don't care. They're pushing Walmart's prohibition like eBay down. now. But. I know. <laughs> it made me feel good, all right? If you could go into Walmart and buy a rosin press, not that I'm – because, again – you're not going to buy it. You don't want the crappiest thing, but just that would be a real sign that prohibition has fallen down. Whatever. What you, are you, we saw it at Home Depot. There's the LED light, a grow kit, all this shit at right. Home Depot. Right. Well, you're Here. still going to have, you're still going to have the craft stores though. You'll be able to get Home Depot quality weed, or you'll be able to go to the grow store, hang out with your boys, learn something, learn how to use the product, just, get us per service and, and really be able to take it from maybe a seven Home Depot weed to a nine or a 10. Got another weed. crossover or analogy, man. It's like, why well, I, I had one favorite nursery by my house in Denver in Littleton. And when you would go to that nursery to get plants or go to like my neighbor, like I just go to Home Depot, man, it's so much cheaper. And I'm like, can you see the difference? Yep. Yep. So on nursery sun grown versus, but anyway, guys, hope you enjoyed this show. Don't forget to do what you do. You subscribe. Yeah, you got it. You got it. Subscribe and like. I think something like that, something like that. <laughs> and please, no more emails because uh, I know I've interrupted you more than ever. That was my unconscious doing that today, dude. Hmm? <laughs> you dig what you're hearing, man. Support the show, dogrows.com. Under support us, we'll get you back, man. Membership will continue to have its privileges. But for now, let's do some shout outs, put it in the bag. What you got, man? I got butters, grows, and dynagrow. Buddies. Silver leg grower and toasted drasta. 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 Toasted drasta. I like it. Sun grown bag seed and Red River Organics. Trikes are life. <laughs> and Wizard Craft. What's up? Don't forget about Dabby the Bear and the Green Thor. I like that. Stay higher, my friends. 
Piggery. Some people love to blaze up the deck. Yeah, we get happy for noon. And when the boss says is to take a little break, that means we lighten up a dude. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to keep the boss on, on, on. It's just weed. It's just weed. In my toolbox, there's a bone. Some people start their day off with a pill. It's what the doctor says to do. They shake their heads at natural medicine. Go ahead and try something new. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to keep the good on. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to smoke it out in Get away.